0: Using social media.
1: What works? What's new? Advice, trends, and insight.
2: From the creative team at Hubbard Interactive, it's The Social Feed.
1: Welcome to the Social Feed podcast. We are coming at you from our Twin Cities studios, and I'm excited today to have two guests on with us. Back again, as always, Jordan Nelson. Hey. Hey. <laughs> And one of our new guests we have today is Chad Peterson.
2: Hello, people.
1: And as always, we have our producer, Wheeler.
2: Hello. (laughs) Hello.
1: Um, So since, Chad, you're our new guest on the podcast today, can you tell us a little bit about your background and where you came from?
2: Well, of course. So currently I'm working here at Hubbard as a digital project manager. But I came from uh, the power sports industry, which, hey, we're going to talk about that today. Um, And I was uh, working for a very large aftermarket distribution company. Um, that uh, distributes everything from dirt bike parts, motorcycle parts, jet ski parts. Um, and I was the social media manager there. So I was very heavily involved with the social media, with the community, developing content, strategy, the whole nine yards there, um, as well as helping with the more traditional side of things, getting print media put together which, if, for our younger listeners, that's a magazine. Um, <laughs> and you turn that's pages what? in it. Huh? Boring. Um, boring, <laughs> boring, <man>. boring, yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that, that is kind of my background, and it leads into radio and, and promotions and deeper there, but... Um, That's what I've been spending the last few years doing.
1: Love it! We're so excited to have you on the team. So this kind of brings into what we're going to talk about today, which we're going to talk about marketing for a very—I don't say specific industry because it's there's a lot of businesses out there that do this, but for the power sports industry. So anyone listening, if you have a business that relates to the power sports, you're going to want to really tune in today because we have some really great information we're going to talk about. So one of the things I want to start with is something that we're launching for one of our current power sports clients. Um, is a brand ambassador program. So, Jordan, do you want to kind of talk about what that is?
0: Yeah. So, um, a brand ambassador program is where people who have some type of influence, they I mean, we want them to have a certain specific following on their social media platforms. Um, what we have required is 5,000 followers on either you know, Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, anything like that, and they want to be a part of the um, brand that we're working on's community. And so, what they... Um, can do is sign up for this program where they will be posting and promoting the brand, um, the parts that they sell, the fact that they're, you know, super into motorcycles, dirt bikes, ATVs, all of that, and um, really creating a partnership with the brand, promoting it, and then getting some perks and incentives with that as well.
1: I love the fact of a brand ambassador program because we're just specifically doing it for a power sports company right now. We're setting that up. But you can really do that for any industry if you have a really devoted fan base that wants to be part of your, part of your brand.
0: And it definitely works well um, with clients in retail, for sure, because you could just be sending them free clothes and they could be promoting it on their social channels, which is awesome. And I would say probably food industry would do really well on that one, too.
1: So, as far as other, um, Chad, you mentioned other marketing initiatives that you've done in the past for Power Sports clients. What are some things that really stand out to you that you've seen huge success in?
2: So, definitely the um, brand ambassadors or influencers, as they're more commonly called. Um, those were, have worked very well for a variety of our brands. Um, one of the biggest things, though, I think, and, and we all love it, is living vicariously through our brands, right? So for us, um, a lot of things at events where we have people walking around, boots on the ground, they're just showing inside of an event that most people don't get to see, especially if we're coming from, um, for lack of a better word, we'll call ourselves publishers, um, because those are the type of people that get these insights. So um, at Sturgis, we had people uh, behind the lines that were with um, a lot of celebrities signing autographs, and um, we got a lot of people... Um, logging in to watch us live, to watch our stories simply because um, it's a part of the industry that maybe they don't get to see or, hey, they did experience it at one point and they're trying to um, experience it again. So definitely event marketing is really big for the power sports industry. And that can go from big events like Sturgis or down to just your your get-together, blues and bikes as they'll call it, or barbecue and and blues and bikes. It's just where a, a dealership hosts music food, motorcycles, and if someone's there with a camera on their phone, they can really um, garner a lot of attention, and I found that that gets a lot of engagement um, from viewers.
1: So have you been to Sturgis before?
2: I've not been to Sturgis, no. I was going to no, ask no, no. you what
1: crazy stuff you've seen there. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, being... I feel like there'd be some good stories.
2: <laughs> well, being on the side of things that I, I was, obviously, like I get to see all the, the pictures and stuff that come of it, but... Um, it, It's disappointing, but Sturgis is not as crazy as it used to be. Uh. It's actually very family-friendly now. Oh. Um, So they encourage people to bring their families to Sturgis. Um, In order to find that type of debauchery, you actually have to travel, like, (laughs) 20 miles outside of town to to campgrounds that, like, barely exist um, to find anything too crazy these days.
0: Yeah, actually, a few weeks ago, I was just in Deadwood, South Dakota, and that's like the one of the main streets that they yep. have all the craziness during Sturgis. Yeah, so, Deadwood
2: gets wild. Yeah,
0: <laughs> for um, the account that we're talking about, um, they had sent photos from Sturgis a year ago, and so I was posting about those. Um, and so I'm walking up the streets of Deadwood, and I'm like, "Wait a second! I've seen like I'm, I've seen this shop before, and it was crazy." But yeah, nothing exciting was going on. <laughs> and that's this was very saying. mellow. When I was nothing
2: exciting goes on in that part of the state, the rest of the year. You know? Yeah, only it's these very few weeks that people live yeah. for. Yeah,
1: love that. So, if, as far as event marketing goes, what are some ways that if people who have you know a power sports brand? What are some of the best activations that you've seen? I mean, social media wise, we talk about Facebook Live, Instagram stories, sending photos, being in that moment but is there any other activations you can utilize social media or just digital marketing in general for their event?
2: You want to take that one?
0: Um, I mean, my thing is I go back to like experiential marketing. I think that is something, um, that's, that's, pretty incredible. I mean, just getting people to engage with a brand. Um, I know we're on the power sports topic, but I'll quick talk about when I went to for it was a Casper beds or something, but it's like, it was just a local event where people could go and like lay on these beds and watch a movie in the Walker art center area. And it's like, it's so it's such a simple concept. Um, but it's like, they invited a lot of people who had like influence in the community and had a good following. And so it's like taking that idea and bringing it into um, this power, power sports industry. I mean, you could be a brand that sells parts that maybe you just have, um, like a really well-known builder out in the community and they're using those parts to build their products. And you're doing a Facebook live of the whole thing. Um, my mind always goes to social media just cause I've like been in this world for so long. Um, so other than that, I mean, I think that that is a good start anyway. And then there's other things that you could do to bring it to the next level.
2: That's a good, uh, a good point. Um, social, being that we're involved with social media, that's where we tend to go. The power sports industry is just so diverse. Um, I mean, for social media, if you're looking at dirt bikes, if you're looking at those heavy racing sports, yeah, you're going to be talking to kids most likely. And so social media makes a lot of sense. In fact, a lot of sponsored riders like Marvin Muscan um, has, has got, grown his brand um, exponentially because he uses social media so well. Um, but if you're thinking V-Twin, especially those guys out at Sturgis and, you know, the, your old Harley riders, man, they are hard to find on social media, <laughs> right? Especially for um, some of the newer things that we like to take advantage of, like, say, live or, say, Instagram stories and Snapchat. There's, there's, there's no 60-year-old motorcycle riders on Snapchat. <laughs> um, and I found that I think the best thing that works for them is still y- utilizing dealerships to do your promotion for you, for whatever you're trying to do, because um, they usually are directly connected to these folks. Um, These these types of people are are generally coming in on a weekly basis. The same way that we might go to Target, they're going to the Harley dealership just in case something new has arrived. Um, So word of mouth is still real big with them, and from there it's um, pushing things like celebrity um, endorsements, getting celebs to come in. It's a little easier I think in social media with influencers because you can get kind of your average Joe who has an awesome following and is is relatable, um, but with the older crowd, I find like bringing in um, big bike builders, like say, I know this is putting people in the weeds, but like Arlen Ness, who's a you know he started the chopper revolution back in the seventies, um, like that gets the older crowd in. So if you can get those type of people um, to to show up at your event. That is, that's that's going to work almost 10 times better than any kind of social media fun that we would normally have, unfortunately.
1: It is kind of amazing, like, how devoted the power sports industry, like, I think of Harley-Davidson, obviously, it comes to mind. That's the big one. Um, that you see people with, like, Harley-Davidson tattoos, like – it is literally, they are ingrained in that brand, mm-hmm. and they will promote it till they die. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: a loyal community, yeah, for sure. Or die hard. It's <laughs>
1: amazing. It's amazing.
0: What, what is it like... Ride, ride or die. Ride or die. (laughs) Yep. Classic. That's real. That's real. (laughs) One thing we did notice, I mean, again, going back to social media, of course, why not, um, is with the audiences that engage with these brands, we were seeing that Goldwing um, and those people were like 65 plus were like the most engaged audience. Like those are the ones that just want to talk about their bikes the most, (laughs) which is super funny.
2: That's a good point. So and so we used to call them. Because one of the brands I work with is, like, very strict on Harley and, and some Indian and some uh, some victory, but in no way Goldwing. And they look at Goldwing riders as a bit of a cult because yeah. they love to talk about their bikes. And that's yeah. a good point. Yes. They are the outlier. That 65 group that's like, oh, yeah, I'll, t- I'll tweet Facebook all day about my Goldwing.
0: Yeah. They know how to use it. It's, they it's do, awesome. They do, too.
2: Wow. Well, and that's because, you know, their bike is a...
0: Spaceship, yeah. essentially,
2: <laughs> so they can just plug it's the just phone hovering, right
0: in, like over the road. There's no wheels. Uh, exactly. <laughs> <It> just, <sighs> <laughs> um,
2: yeah, that's a good point. Goldwing members are very interesting people.
1: The one cool thing I want to talk about too is something that we're working on right now with one of our power sports clients is building like a garage. It's called GarageBuild.com. So if you go check it out, you can see what we've been working on. But you guys wanna talk about a little bit what that looks like and why we came up with that a why that idea came to fruition? Yes.
0: Yeah, so one big thing is managing the brand that we did um, in the power sports industry. We were noticing that when we kind of steered content towards let's talk about your bikes, like we wanna hear your story, what you're doing in your garage, what's your next project. Using that kind of verbiage, we were seeing such an overwhelming response of engagement and people um, you know, really wanting to be a part of that community. And so, That brand was like, you know, we want to take this to the next level. This is something that we've always had a little audience in on our own, um, that they had little events for and I think they um, had email marketing campaigns with this small um, niche group. And then we decided that, um, you know, we were going to move forward with a full brand, branded community. And so Garage build um, came from that, and it's been incredible. I mean, we started that Facebook page um, fresh, I mean, zero likes less than two weeks ago, and it has over 6,000 likes on that page. So people are really engaging, wanting to be a part of that. Um, and I mean, showing off their bikes. I think one of the biggest thing is people are showing their bikes in progress and they're like, can't wait to submit and, you know, win these great prizes. Um, the grand prize is being featured in American iron magazine, which, um, I don't personally read, but that's totally <laughs> fine because it's really special and amazing for those people who are in that, um, world. So I think that it's, I mean, it's just a very supportive community and people want to not even show off their bikes but then rate and say speak their mind on other people as, as well
1: so another thing and I kind of want to go back into the event marketing because we touched on it a little bit but one other cool thing that we did with our power sports client was um partnering with another brand and doing a facebook live so George, do you want to talk a little bit more about that
0: yeah absolutely we we've seen a lot of these um over the last year where um Other brands are just having these incredible events that people want to be a part of in the power sports industry. And so one of them, I forget the name of it, but it was an entire it was like a three or four day event where they had um, really well-known customizers and builders um, just building bikes throughout the whole time. So typically, you know, when we're talking about social media and Facebook lives, we always try, try to steer it towards a like, uh, maybe like what, five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 tops. Um, these videos were anywhere from an hour and a half to like two hours, which we've never seen that before. But what was awesome is that, you know, you have so many people tuning in at different times. Um, and the brand was already doing well on, on its own, but having our, you know, the brand that we were managing with such a significant following and just sharing that, I mean, we were seeing thousands of people tuned into these videos Um, you know, at any given time and really commenting and engaging. And they're like, oh, I wouldn't put that part. Like, I wouldn't use that part. I'd use blah, blah, blah. Or, you know, just really adding in their two cents um, and opinions, which (laughs) is one thing that we notice from this brand. But very um, opinionated culture. (laughs) Very much so. Armchair quarterbacks for sure. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, so we've seen a lot of that. Um, Another one, too, is we've seen rides where you're having almost like a a parade of just as many motorcyclists as you can find in one given area. And, um, you know, that does really well, not even just on social, but across the board because you're, you know, there's so many different ways that you can get people to go to this event. And then when they're at the event, you're really having them be a part of something, um, special and so it's like they're not really looking at it as oh this brand is putting on this event trying to get me to buy stuff. That's not it at all. It's they're trying to build a community and then it's, you know, when you have that thought in the back of your head like, oh I need this part. I'm gonna go to this trusted brand that um, you know, throws on these events that is a part of this like really, really cares about this community.
1: Love that. And then going into the cross promotion, um again with like utilizing other audiences' social media followings to cross promote with your brand. What have you guys seen in that space? Um, do you have any recommendations for people listening to grow that that um, partnership?
2: So specifically to some things in this industry, um, there, there's a couple of things. So the motorcycle industry has a lot of celebrities. These are guys that, you know, they, they have brands now because they are great custom builders. I'm um, talking about Brian Clock of Clockworks. Uh, you got Paul Yaffe of uh, Yaffe's Bagger Nation. Um, these guys we're building for themselves. They were trying to be customizers and they built into that. They now travel around the country together, just going to events like you had mentioned, um, whether they're building off against each other or not, it's still one big family, even though they all came from somewhere else. And so they utilize each other, um, to, to cross promote, um, heavily. And so if that's one thing. If you're in this industry, I would say is take advantage of the brands, um, relationships because, they are more than willing to piggyback off of each other, um, especially if it helps boost their um view within the culture um, so that is one big thing, and I guess just rolling into that, the brands themselves i mean they just travel around together they 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 're always working together um it's easy for you to get a get a hold of these brands, say if you 're a dealership um, and get their content get things that they are producing and and redistribute it under your flag they are all about that um so that's a, a two big things to take advantage of in this industry specifically is the relationship with the celebrities and the relationship that the brands have with uh dealerships and wanting to help promote each other
1: and then let's get into giveaways that's always fun. Um, what uh, What are custom giveaways that you think are good for the type of brands in the power sports industry? Is there anything specific that you're like? This is always something good if you want to do a partnership or a giveaway with that.
2: Giving away any product, really. <laughs> just <laughs> anything, yeah. just like, anything. People will will go. Cra- I mean, they'll go crazy for a hat that has your logo on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if you if you know racing culture. Like that's, they're just littered with logos and, and, and patches and everyone wants to wear the patch of their favorite rider. So if you have a hat with your logo, that's a great thing. Um, even if it's a $10 cost to you, cheaply made hat, they'll love it all the way down to like, if you really want to get nitty gritty, like there's a, a brand of suspensions that they gave away suspensions like crazy, I think for four or five months Wow um, and each pair is a thousand bucks. So And they were giving away, I think, five a week.
1: Were they giving them away on their website or their Facebook page? Or how were they giving them away?
2: Everywhere. Um, everything led back to um, their website landing page where you had to sign up for these sorts of things. But they also do just different contests. Like whether drawings, it, too. Drawings. Like, yeah. Or whether it's, it's, it's live um, at an event or online. Um, and that, doing that kind of thing, the ROI on the long end, um, has now made them, I think, the number two suspension company in the country. Wow. And they had, you know, they only started I think 15 years ago. Really started putting in this effort maybe six years ago, and they've already gotten that big. And that's a very hard space to become huge in. So giving away your product really has a lot of ROI on the tail end.
0: Love that. I would say a lot of the events that we've even gone to because we've really dived into this brand in the last you know year plus. um, A lot of places will be giving on giving um, away a full-on bike. I think that's super funny. We always sign up because, you know, we're going to be bikers one day yeah, at this course, point. We know course. so much about it and we're very educated in the subject matter. Um, but yeah, so that I think like really, really helps too. Cause I mean, that's huge. I would think to just give away a pair of socks and that like does, I think mean, that would do perfectly fine. Um, but yeah, that's what I noticed.
1: I love that. Um, Yeah, it's been really fun going to, like, the heydays and the X Games and and participating in all of that um, in the power sports industry because it is. And it's so funny, like, walking around there um, as, like, a little blonde girl with all these, like guys they're leather and you know their shirts and they just, they're just they they're really they are such it's such a culture and like when you see them like you know that they are part of like motorcycles or like that's their thing and they have their they have their niche that they love
0: but I was just gonna say one of the yeah. events that we went to that was great was the um, I think it was it wasn't the international one it was oh the Donnie Smith bike show great and that show. one was yeah. was tied with the tattoo expo so you're going and seeing all these bikes and then walking through all these people getting tattoos so it really <laughs> is like tying yep. all of this full circle, which
2: is really funny. I yeah, that. no, absolutely. And they know how to do it right because, like you said, you, you close the culture, you get more people to come to your event, and whether they're there for tattoos or motorcycles, now they're going – they're probably into either one if they're there for one of the two. So, yeah, you just build off that, and that's great. And probably both, yeah, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I guess one thing I would say is I think the motorcycle industry, the the power sports industry, if you're looking for ideas on content – uh, how to use influencers how do you how to um you know grow organically or just have ideas that aren't like the the other big box um type brands um look to the power sports industry look to the fitness industry um as well these are industries that people constantly have to be creative in they have um amazing followings they can get very niche um and you know, like we always say, it's, it's better to have a thousand followers that are 100% engaged with you than 100,000 that aren't at all. Um, these are the types of industries that that build those specific um, followers, where they they have a thousand and every single person is completely engaged. Um, so, if you're looking for ideas on what to do in social media, especially, look to these brands within the power sports industry because. Um, it's it can be hard to sell a clutch plate, <laughs> like, you know. And you, if you're going to sell that on, on on social media, well, then you have to figure out how to make that fun and sexy and engaging. And uh, these brands are doing it. So uh, I would check out ones like Built well. I would check out uh, Icon Motorsports. Um, I would check out Arc- not Activa. I would check out Polaris. There's a good one. Um, just look to see what they're doing with their product content and with their influencers. And trust me, you will find something that will work in your industry.
0: And even jumping off of that, um, I would look to some crossover brands. Like you have, you know, different tattoo brands and tattoo artists that are well-known. But then you can even go into the skateboarding industry um, because we see a lot of crossover from skateboarders to um, motorcyclists. There's an actual term for them. It's, some, it's like hopper or something. It's yeah. something weird <laughs> that, yeah, that they do both. Um, but not you don't even just have to stay, you know, siloed on And just one, you can see what other brands are doing in these other industries. Mm
1: -hmm. Love that. Um, we've covered a lot of different things today. We talked about brand ambassador programs, event marketing, um, how to activate with Facebook Live and cross-promotions and giveaways. Um, if you guys have any questions about anything we've talked about, feel free, again, to always um, tweet at us or um, go sign to our DMs on Instagram, as I say every time. Um, we also have a new website, hubbardinteractive.com, so check that out. You'll see links to all of our social channels on there, and you can reach out to us through there. We will see you guys next week.
0: The
2: Social Feed is a production of Hubbard Interactive with music provided by Minneapolis-based artist John Atwell.